You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, band of brilliant bantering banthas. This is Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. Today's episode is episode 105, and of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your hearty party of arty and smarty farties. I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. And may I just say, I do appreciate the Bantha reference that you threw okay, in there. I know it's Star Wars, but uh-huh. which animal is a Bantha? It's not... They're it's kind of the ta- big, I know Tauntaun. They're like the big yeah. sort of elephanty looking creatures. Okay, but not are, the snow one. That's right, a Tauntaun. Right, right. Yeah. What's right. the Donald Snowman? That's a Wampa. Okay. And and as a kid, the uh the Star Wars fan club <laughs> newsletter was called Bantha Tracks. That was that was the name <laughs> so of yes. Very cute. Yes. I was you were like, I'm so glad you asked that. <laughs> this reminded me that I've been reading The Empire Striketh Back. Oh have you so there's one for Star Wars too, it's just somebody rewrote, you know, wrote Star Wars but in iambic pentameter. Wow. And wow. it's the Empire Strikes Back one is so funny. Like Luke encounters the Wampa and it's like Wampa aside, and the Wampa speaks to the audience <laughs> about how he's just a simple Wampa looking for food. And it's so it's so it's really funny. This All is right, very, I'll check yeah. that out. Yes, that yeah, out. yeah, please do. So every week, we actually do go play pub trivia, and uh, we learned a good lesson a couple weeks ago. Uh, so this has come up twice for us now. You know the Sister Sister, that show sister, in the 90s? It had Jack A. Harry and... Tia and Tamara Maori. Twins. They're twins. They're ident- They're basically they're identical, identical twins. twins. Yeah. To be clear, we're, they give us pictures at Trivia, and they're like, yeah. right down underneath this, who this is. I was watching an interview with them once, and they said, oh, I actually, one of us has a mole, and the other one doesn't, and that's how you can easily tell us apart. Mm-hmm. So the first time we were asked this in Trivia, I was like, okay, one of them has a mole. Right. And it's like, which it's one? Like, well, clearly one <laughs> like, of them has a mole, but... And it's like, okay, so they are different. We were able to establish right. they were different because one of them had a mole on her cheek but but which one the step one is that we identified they are tia and tamari maori yeah yeah, yeah. so we got that yeah. right okay. but we're not getting any points no. for that no no <laughs> and then it's like okay one has the mole mm-hmm. and we realize tamara is the one who has the mole and so tamara, tamara mole. has a mole tamola tamola we, we did say that not tamola. in a mean way right. we got it right because yeah. we identified the right twin the quiz master Gave everybody points yeah. just oh, for right. T and Tamara. For, yeah. So the first time we did not get points, but we knew who they were. Mm-hmm. The second time we knew specifically exactly who they were and we got the points, but it was amazing it was how fast bummer. our mood swung from self-congratulatory to <laughs> oh, outright we, oh, hostile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're slapping each other on the back. That was a good, we nailed it. We, we got, we got the a good Tamara get. difference. That was a and good then get. We, we just yeah. about burned yeah. that place down and we found out that everybody else got the points too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, anyway. the, the drama of uh, trivia. Yeah, the agony <laughs> and ecstasy. You know right. Trivia well, except for the table that put, you know, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. They, did, <laughs> no. they didn't get the points. That is not their names. Right. right. <laughs> and I also want to share with you guys something that also happened last week. I attended 
Oh, God, so nerdy. I attended this special Disney event lecture. It was like four hours. You went to school for Disney? just for fun? I went to school just for fun. I went to a, like it was a movie theater. It was a lecture event. And um, uh, one half of the presentation was about uh, Imagineering. They actually had Bob Gar, who was one of the, the famous legendary Imagineers who hmm. designed a lot of the vehicles in Disney. Hmm. He designed the monorail. He designed the doom buggy of the haunted mansion. Just like a really like okay. interesting guy. Were these people actually in the theater or was this recorded at a different location and played in the theater? This was everybody in the theater. Okay. It was a live event. All right. It's less nerdy than I thought. <laughs> oh, no, I'm watching something the, else. You know what I'm talking Whoa. about? The fathom events. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Another part of the presentation was about the project called Westcott, which was Disney um, in the 80s and 90s uh, under Michael Eisner, because of the success of the Walt Disney World, they're like, oh, we should expand Disneyland in Anaheim and make it bigger and mm-hmm. have this big proposal. Anyways, it didn't happen. But they did talk about a lot of the attractions that were that were planned and they had concept art. I just want to tell you guys this one ride. And yeah. it sounded so up my alley and it was so insane. Obviously, none of this stuff got built, uh, but... Here it is. It's this thrill ride that was envisioned to be part of like the futuristic part of the the park okay. or the resort. The, the future pavilion was supposed to be like on a big spaceship, you okay. know, on a big okay. carrier, and everything was kind of themed that way. And you can learn about terraforming on Mars, you know, actual science. But then there's also this ride, and it's called Deck Thirteen. Mm-hmm. And the whole premise of the ride is you're lining up. And you're in the future, and you're going to get cryogenically frozen. <laughs> okay. Right? So that's that's the idea, the <laughs> right, story yeah. they're the framing selling. device, yeah. yeah. As you line up, you start seeing kind of weird things. Oh. There are some splatters of blood. Finally, you're in the ride. But, oh, no, malfunction happens. <laughs> uh-huh. And it shoots you up. Because the machinery, something has gone wrong, and it shoots you up, and it's a free fall, kind of like a drop ride. Your dead space astronaut buddies are reaching out to you to wow. grab you, and it's really scary. And then you fall. Not only do you drop, but you drop and spin at the same oh. time down the chute. And it's probably dark at the time. Dark and scary, and then you go up again, and then there's another, you know, like a dead spaceman grabbing you, and you fall again. It's just kind of that type of ride. I want to ride that ride. I know. It sounds so awesome. Mm. It's called Deck 13. And it's really chilling. And like in the concept sketches, all the, all the, the writers have like fear in their faces. Yeah. You know? And uh, this is just one of the rides that didn't, didn't get built. Yeah, it sounds a little uh, edgy for Disney. A little bit. Edgy. Yeah. It's kind of like Aliens and the video game Dead Space. Mm. Kind of. It huh. felt like that. But uh, I was just like, oh my God, I have to tell somebody that. That sounds so cool. That is cool. <laughs> it was an awesome nerd. Good job brain moment for me i was just like i was just nerding out i was like oh my god i love listening to <laughs> disney history and this this was run by um a, a team called the disney project and they're just two big disney nerds who would do all this research and would write books and who would interview imagineers and get all these like uh research and concept drawings and stuff it was very awesome that is very right awesome up your alley yeah that yep. is nice all right well enough about that time for our first general trivia segment pop quiz hot shot and you guys have your barnyard buzzers. I have a random yes. Trivial Pursuit card. Here we go. Blue Wedge for geography. What is the French holiday commemorating the beginning of the French Revolution? Oh. oh. Chris. 
Bastille Day. Yes. yes. Bastille Day. 14th of July. Whoa! I was just nice. going to ask you which days. Oh. All right. Pink Wedge for pop culture. What American Idol contestant went on to win an Academy Award? Oh. Uh, uh, Chris. Uh, Jennifer Hudson. Yes. yes. And it says here on the card, although she only got seventh place on American yeah. Idol, yeah. Mm. she won Best Supporting Actress for Dream Girls. Mm-hmm. Love Dream Girls. Yellow Wedge. What performance group did sharpshooter Annie Oakley tour with? Dana. Uh, was that Wild Bill his Hickok's traveling show or something? No. <laughs> yeah. There's some common words. <laughs> some stuff. Some overlapping words. Is it uh, Cirque du Soleil? No. Huh. Dang. It is Buffalo, Buffalo Bill Wild West. Wild West. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just say all the old Westy yeah. things. Yeah. We had Bill. Bonanza. Yeah. I was yeah. like, uh, I feel bad because Deadwood maybe had something. <laughs> I'm just going to make something up. All right. Purple Wedge. What Michelle Pfeiffer movie was based on the book my posse don't do homework. Oh, <laughs> come on. Dana. Dangerous Minds. Yes. yes. My posse don't do yeah. homework. Wow. As I walk through the valley of the <laughs> I take a look at my life. You know, usually, usually I think the movie names are lamer, but yeah. I think that, I think that movie name is actually better than the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, um, the book is more high concept. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Well, all right. Green Wedge for science. What classic children's toy started out as Walt? Wallpaper cleaner. <laughs> Everybody. Play-Doh. Yes. Talked about on the show. You guys can be more excited. Play-Doh. Play-Doh. Wallpaper cleaner. Just flipping a switch there. Yep. Realize that you can do crafts yeah, with it. Yeah. And they just totally remarket it. And kids it. can eat it. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Mm. If they're so inclined. <laughs> yum, yum. All right. Last question. Orange wedge. Oh. What is not... An ingredient in Long Island iced tea. All right. Okay. Multiple choice. Mm. Gin, tequila, vodka, or whiskey? I do not believe that gin is in there. Incorrect. <gasps> it's tequila, right? Incorrect. Oh. Well, uh, vodka? No, whiskey. <laughs> really? Really? Huh. I, you know huh. what? I cannot even tell you the ingredients of Long Island. It's just a lot. It's just a lot of And then the evening is different. Yeah. 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 That's when you really yeah. want really to party. I figured there'd be whiskey in there, but I guess yeah, not. Yeah, I did too. Huh. So, yes, gin. Yes, tequila. Mm-hmm. Yes, vodka. No whiskey. Huh. Mm. All right. Good job, Brains. So, of course, today's show is 105. Every five shows, we do an all-quiz episode, so we don't really have a theme or a topic throughout the whole episode. We made our own quizzes and puzzles, and we're going to quiz each other and you guys, listeners. And so today is our all-quiz bonanza number 21. Yeah. Wow. And who wants to go first? So I'll get it kicked off. I'll get this started. I went to a baby shower last weekend. Okay. Um, no, I'm not, I don't have any big announcements. I went to a baby shower. <laughs> Karen's like, baby. I went to, yeah, cause it's all, the baby's almost here. They're usually half okay. in at the end. It's like, wow, I'm not, I'm really not like, with child. Oh, there's no right. The mother to be's sister made a quiz. She listens to our show. Oh. And she likes hello. it. So she made a quiz inspired by the show. Ah. And, it was a really good quiz slash very hard quiz. Oh. She's a science buff, so there's a heavy science leaning. So I decided I'd read it for you guys. Oh, I love do it. it for oh, you guys. awesome. Awesome. All right. First question. What is the name of Prince William and Duchess Kate's baby? 
<laughs> it, it's everybody. it's George, George Alexander Windsor, right? Because right. it was like all the the Costanza, it's George Costanza, yeah. Jason Alexander. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not why they Prince named George. him that. Prince, yeah, Prince George, George Alexander. Yeah. Right. She took she took George. So yeah. oh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. okay. So she's yeah. nicer. She's than a little yeah. lenient. Okay. Yes. <laughs> George right. Alexander, last name Windsor. Windsor, I think. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's right. What is unique about the male Dyak fruit bat? The male Dyak fruit bat? D- yeah, Dyak or Dyak fruit bat. It's something related to babies. Chris. Or... He, he carries the baby. No. No? It's not like a seahorse. Um, he, he can only reproduce one time. No. No. Karen? Does he rock the baby? Like no. carry the baby oh. with his Karen's little... making a rocking motion, <laughs> yeah, by the way. Because he has no. wings. I feel like it would make a good cradle. <laughs> oh, no. right, yeah. The male produces milk. It lactates. Oh. It can nurse the baby. Whoa! That's gross. I will not. I will not drink that. I will drink female bat milk. <laughs> but I, okay. I draw the line. I draw the line at male bat, bat milk. Dude, bat milk. Dude, bat milk. Dude, milk. How Man much milk. dude bat milk can it produce? Not I mean, that much. <laughs> fruit bats are pretty small creatures, right? Like I'm imagining like to get how, yourself how like a nice, yeah. healthy eight ounce glass of bat milk would it's probably a take a while. It would be a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the female fruit bat can also lack. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So we can have mixed. So it's just sharing the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's equitable. Yeah. Right, right, right. It is equitable, it, and they think it was to take the pressure off the mother. Oh, well, gentlemen. Well, good yeah. for you. There you go. Gotta up your yeah. game. Right. I mean, I'm stuck with the these human. useless nipples. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, you have the equipment. Yeah. You have most of the equipment. You just need to hook it up. Right, right, right. <laughs> what male animals can become pregnant? Seahorses. <laughs> no, wait. Can they, or, well, is, carry the baby. They, carry, yeah, okay. they carry the baby to term. Seahorses. Okay, right, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. Seahorses and their. Other fish in the seahorse family, like mm-hmm. the pipefish and mm-hmm. the leafy sea dragon, which looks oh, amazing. crazy, yeah. You should Google it. Oh. It, looks, it looks like a seahorse dragon with leaves growing off of it. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And anyway. it's like kelp. Yeah. It's like if a kelp and a seahorse mated. Right. Yeah. Other but thing they... you should Google is actually watch the male seahorse, quote, give birth. Mm. It's amazing because he's so full, it filled oh. with seahorse babies. Enlarged with, yeah. And a little hole, and it just all comes shooting out and he bursts out. All these little seahorses. So many seahorses. Like, so many. It's almost like sad because he's having like, it, it's, they're contractions. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's in pain and he's like tired from like all these babies shooting out from this one little hole on his tummy. Right. Ty- I don't know if I'm assigning like human emotions. I think yeah. to maybe are, but, but okay. you know, it's on his side. And it's like, oh, so tired. More babies shooting out. <laughs> That's right. It's really weird. It's the miracle of life. No, <laughs> were the eggs fertilized in the female seahorse and they transfer over to him or no? So, just... so what I read, the way I understood it was the female puts her eggs into his brood sack and wow. then they are fertilized there. And oh, man. Come to term in there. Wow. Google that. <laughs> what was the African clawed toe frog used for in terms of pregnancy? Related to pregnancy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is this to detect if you're pregnant? Yes. Oh, oh. I was going to say lubrication. No. <laughs> I thought it was maybe an epidural or something uh-huh, like that. Uh-huh. But oh, yeah, no. Yeah. It's a pre- it was a pregnancy test. How does it work? Pre- you pee on the frog? You pee on the frog. Oh. You pee on the frog. If it lays an egg the next day, you're, you're pregnant. And they does were it using it around the world. It does work. 
It works reliably because okay. it's something about probably hormones and hormones and yeah, and yeah. yeah. it makes the frog want to lay an egg. This yeah. is also why I can see why some people believe in magic. You know, yeah. it's like, well, right. I peed on the frog, and yeah. then like, it accurately yeah. predicted. Yeah, and people think you're, it sounds crazy, but it really works. Yeah. It really, really it's science. Works. Yeah. It's science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad they don't sell that as pregnancy test now, though. Well, they just get out of the pet they store. Just sell you yeah. The frog. <laughs> yeah. First response: African frog. <laughs> you get a pet, and you get a response. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, if you're not yeah if you're not pregnant you have a frog yeah. that you can, uh, <laughs> you can yeah. reuse that, can, that was the other frog thing can about be it baby. you can reuse it oh. what yeah you can't, you can't it's not dead the ones that you buy in the Walgreens no no no, yeah. no. this is mm. environmentally mm. friendly mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. old ways sometimes the better pet. way we don't know yeah this little frog told me I was gonna have I just imagine the frog waking up in the morning. <sighs> Another day of work. <laughs> all right. Yeah, here we go. Go for it. Yeah. I'm just going to stand sort of like, here. Yep. Yep. Just punching a little time card. <laughs> okay. The most live births by a single woman was what? How many? A is 39, 49, 59, or 69? In, in one person's lifetime. One person, a single woman, wow. had this many babies. Man, even the lowest number. It is so high. I'll guess 49. 39. 59. 69. Whoa! <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, just doing they the must math. Have just, they must have just shot out like seahorse towards the end of that. <laughs> Baby number 69 would have just been a... <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, she had a lot of twins and triplets uh, and quads. There yeah. were a lot of multiple yeah. oh, yeah. births. Okay, because yeah. even just doing the math, right? Yeah. I mean... All right. Last question. According to the old wives' tale, carrying a baby higher means that you'll have a what? A boy oh, or a girl? Right. What much is it? Carrying it higher. It's I a, remember it's one or the other. It's a girl <laughs> if it's higher. What do you? What do you say? I'll say boy just to be different. Yeah. What do you say? I think it's nonsense. <laughs> well, you have well, to pick a boy or a girl. Yeah, what is, what the is the saying? Tale. Yeah. Agree, what is the nonsense. what is the belief? Yeah. Boy. It's a girl. Oh, okay. girl. there you go. I opened it. Yeah. Mm, that was, that was Misha's quiz. Thank yeah. you, Misha. Yeah. Wow. All right, my turn, and I haven't done a music quiz in a while. I was inspired by taking famous guitar riffs or solos uh, uh, in reverse. Oh, okay. 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 So this whole quiz, this whole music quiz, I'm going to be playing opening riffs okay. of songs, rock songs, of just the guitar all right, part. All right. No, no singing And it's all yet. opening? It's opening riffs? Uh, yes, except for one, because okay. the opening was a little bit, the volume was a little bit low. Okay. So I chose another riff in the middle. You know, you're not going to pinpoint the notes because they're being played in reverse. But you can deduce a lot of the stuff from the feeling of the song, from the bass, mm. from the drum. The tempo. From the tempo, mm. and also from, like, the sound of the instruments. And that might give you okay. a, a little okay. edge. So all right. Here we go. These are all famous, and I know you guys know all of them. All right. Here we go. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Every 
everybody. Smells like Teen yeah, Spirit, Spirit, Nirvana. Yeah. 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 What gave it away? Just kind of. It sounds like the song kind it of. It does, yeah. Yeah. And sort of the quiet into the, the, the noisy. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, it's noisy into quiet. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is the clip Ford. All right, next one. Colin. I'm pretty sure that's Black Sabbath, Iron Man. Yeah! And this is the clip Ford. Know what it was called. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure you've heard that. Mm -hmm. All right, next one. Weezer, Weezer, say it ain't so. so. Say it ain't so. Sorry. Colin? Say it ain't so. Yeah. It is. Weezer, say it ain't so. so. Here it is. Forward. Next one. Uh, the percussion might be definitely the clue. Hmm. Hmm. Um, there's a little organ there at the beginning, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. I can't pin that one. All right. Well, let me play it forward and see if you guys actually know the song. I'm sure you guys do. Yeah. This uh, band. I don't know who this is. This is a Blue Oyster Cult. Yes. Don't, don't oh, Fear okay. the Reaper. Oh, okay. That's right. And the Cowbell. The otherwise known yeah. as the Need More Cowbell song. Yeah, yeah. Damn it, <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that was good. All right. And one last one. Okay, so I have to say this is a cover. This is a rock cover of a song that is not a rock song, but okay. has a really, really, really strong recurring riff. and a, a hook, if you will. A hook, if you will. And uh, you can either identify the original artist or the artist that is performing. Smooth criminal by Alien, Alien Ant, Ant Farm. Farm. Yeah, Michael oh, Jackson original. You guys yep. know the cover. Yep, mm-hmm. Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal, a Michael Jackson song. Mm-hmm. Here it is, forward. Mm-hmm. 
Also had the the yeah. like, <laughs> when you, when you said it was a rock cover of a song, I was like, oh, it's that, it's that one. Yeah. It's too many clues. <laughs> All right, well, that was my quiz. Well, you guys did really well. I thought, you know, I thought it was like it was hard, but you know, I was hoping that you guys are music buffs and you guys totally you can hear the you well, you can hear the tone and mm-hmm. you can kind of like pick up on yeah the, mm-hmm. the rhythm and yeah. And it's definitely harder without a voice because even yeah. a voice backwards, you can kind of hear yeah. the the quality mm-hmm. of yeah. the voice in this mm-hmm. one. That was tricky know. though. I mean, you really have to pay attention because your brain wants to pay attention to the notes, but that really like isn't the thing because they're not in order. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There you go. Uh, a few all-quiz episodes ago, I introduced a segment that we affectionately titled Brad Pitt or Lasers. I believe I came up with that name oh, on no, the no, spot. no, 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 you have to do it. It's time to play Brad Pitt or Lasers! You're right, that is much snappier. Yeah, you imagine your own laser sound effects. The conceit of this quiz is I will give you guys pairs of wildly unrelated things, people, inventions, and you tell me which came first, which is older, which was born first, debuted first, finished construction first. For each question, I will give you guys, you guys have a pad of paper and a pen, you'll write down which one you think came first and these are all close these are all chosen to be close to one another the the sometimes just a few months the greatest gap is about seven years so Mm -hmm. they're uh do your best here you may have to take wild guesses that's kind of the fun okay so in the spirit of brad pitt or lasers this installment is called kanye west or post-it notes kanye west or post-it notes so indeed the question is you guys write down which came first Singer Kanye West or Post-it Notes. Uh, God, how old is and he? And we will be keeping score. Okay. I think Kanye West is like our age. Or older. A little older. <laughs> I love I the know. I love hearing the thought process as the gears are turning here. Alright, and when you're ready, answers up. Karen and Dana say Kanye. Chris says post-it notes. Kanye West was born 1977. Post-it notes introduced 1980. Yeah! That's what I thought. Oh, good. They were, now if it makes you feel better, Chris, uh, they were test marketed under a different name for a couple years. Uh They were called press and peel notes. Uh But post-it notes, as branded post-it notes, did not come out until 1980. Wow. Kanye West. Kanye West. Older than post-it notes. (laughs) Which is older? Google... Mm-hmm. The company, not the numerical concept. Google or The Matrix, the movie, Ooh, The Matrix. That's a good question. Close. It's very okay, close. It's... Very close. Okay. I'm thinking of it's. It's all. It's all freshman year of college for me. So it's just a yeah. question of like, yeah. All right. Answers up. Karen and Chris say Google. Dana says The Matrix. It was right around this, that time. Google was founded September 1998. Ah. The Matrix was released March 1999. Wow, months. Yeah. Just yeah. months. I knew, yes. I knew somebody who was right there at the beginning of Google, and it was when I was in college, and so was the Matrix, and mm-hmm. I was trying to... Oh, they were very yeah. close, very close. Yeah. Google, narrowly, older. Oh. Which is older, Clint Eastwood mm-hmm. or oh, The Hobbit? <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's just the fact that it's so close. All right. Um, oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> I have some sort of rationale. All right. Answers up. So Chris and Dana have said The Hobbit. Karen says Clint Eastwood. 
Uh, actor, director, one-time mayor, Clint Eastwood, was born May 1930. J.R.R. Tolkien's classic The Hobbit was released September 1937. Yes! Oh, yes. man, that's Clint, a seven-year split. Clint uh, was seven years old when The Hobbit came uh, out. Wow. Yes, yes. So I remember a lot of this stuff was inspired by J.R.R. Tolkien's time of war, you know, like a service in the war. So I, was, uh, I knew it was yeah. a little bit later. Right, right. And the, the Lord of the Rings books came out. Many years Many later. Years yeah, later. right, right. Wow. Which is older, LSD or spam? Oh, interesting. With a drug LSD. The drug LSD so when it was... and the food product spam. Yes, LSD was synthesized. We talk about we processed about... foods. <laughs> spam, like when they landed on that name or... You when it was talk... introduced to market. As... Okay, All right. okay. I thought that was tied to Korean War maybe. All right, and answers up. Karen says spam. Chris and Dana both say LSD. LSD was first synthesized by Albert Hoffman in 1938, ah, whereas well. spam was introduced in 1937. Oh! So Karen got it. For the wrong well, Hobbit and spam came out that same year. It was a big year. Wow. Yeah. It was a big wow. year. Just eat yourself some spam, spam. while reading the read, Hobbit. Read some Hobbit. Yep, for fantasy and processed lunch spam meat. Spam it. With Clint Eastwood by your side. <laughs> yeah. A young. After he gets home from kindergarten, yeah. <laughs> We're going with a couple of just solid American icons here. Which is older, the Brooklyn Bridge or mm-hmm. Budweiser beer? Whoa. Ooh. I feel like this is a trick. That's what I'm going with, the trick answer. <laughs> I don't know how it could be a trick. All right. But, Answer's up. Everyone says Budweiser. Everyone is correct. Yeah! Budweiser beer introduced 1876. The Brooklyn Bridge completed in 1883. Cool. All right. You guys are on a roll here. All right. Here we go. Bud before bridge. <laughs> there you go. As the saying goes, yeah. buds before or bridges. bridges. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, we'll close it out here with one last one. Which came first? Miley Cyrus or the thigh master. Oh, interesting. Uh, the machine, the thigh master. Right? Yes, like the a, the home fitness not, device, the thigh master. Oh, not the person, the thigh. Master. <laughs> <laughs> the master of thighs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, James Thigh Master yeah. Esquire. They call me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, answers up. Uh, thigh master, thigh master, thigh master. You are all correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it was close though, as with all of these. Um, Miley Cyrus was born 1992. Oh man. The thigh master introduced 1988. Yeah. Suzanne Summer is kind of yeah. more of a 70s, 80s icon. Well, she came post, later. It's the, she actually didn't really start advertising for it until the 90s when oh, it really okay. kind of took off. All right. So, all right, Karen. I win. Our walkaway victor here from <laughs> Brad Pitt or lasers. Yeah. I want Brad Pitt with lasers. <laughs> Kanye yeah. covered in post it notes. <laughs> no, I don't want that. No, just Brad Pitt with lasers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good job, guys. All right. We're going to take a quick break. A word from our sponsor. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Everybody- 
Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. and Jethro, Box of Oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the Box of Oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Welcome back. You're listening to Good Job, Brandon. This week is our all-quiz bonanza number 21. Who's up next to... I am up next. Quizzy goodness. All right, Chris. Over the history of Good Job Brain, I have done at least a couple of quizzes about dogs. And I realized that I've given short shrift to cats. But I want the cat people to be happy too. This is a quiz. Mm -hmm. It is about fictional cats. Oh, okay. I'm good at that. Fiction. All right. Cats in fiction. (laughs) I still love the game show. Right, right. It makes anything seem more exciting. Are are we buzzing in? Or can we meow in? Is that too annoying? Yes. (laughs) Far too annoying. (laughs) Won't be able to. To tell you apart. Um, no, just, that's my meow. Oh, meow. Okay, all right. You can meow in. All right. Okay. All right. So meow in with your distinctive meow. I'm saying that this is okay because I don't have to do it ever. Right. Right. Sure. Um, like whatever. He's meow. gonna do it. The girls will do it. I'll do it. Yeah. <sighs> meow. Yeah. Uh, meow in with your distinctive meow, and right. uh, then I. So I'm going to describe the fictional cat, and you will tell me who. The name of the fictional cat. All right. At All the right. end, yeah. We'll meow at the end right. of the question. Okay. okay. A robot cat from the 22nd century. Uh, uh, meow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colin. Uh, is that Doraemon? That is Doraemon. Oh! Yeah. What's that? He, he's a Japanese anime cat. Famous mm-hmm. anime yeah. cartoon Big cat. Big blue cat. Yeah. They're making... Has, ro- has some robot fans. They're making the 3D animated movie. They are, yeah. Up soon. Man, I grew up with Doraemon. Oh. Xiao Ding Dong? Yeah. His name is Chow Ding Dong? Xiao <laughs> <laughs> Ding Dong means little ding dong. Oh, okay. Because right. right. he, so, yeah. he has right. a bell. Oh, oh right. Okay. Yeah. okay. You know, yeah. It all makes sense. Now it makes sense. I thought you said ding dong. She did say ding dong. I speak Chinese. Sometimes. Sometimes they're really saying ding dong. Um, Okay. All right. Patrols the halls of Hogwarts looking for truant students. Oh, God. uh, Mrs. Filch's Filch's cat. Yes. I didn't do Crookshanks because everybody would get Crookshanks. Mrs. Narl... <laughs> Pass. Oh, Niles. N- I forget. I don't it know. is Mrs. Norris. Ah! Norris. Yeah. That is Mrs. Norris in That's the right. Harry Potter books. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Like Morris the cat. Yeah. yeah. Morris the cat. Yeah. Norris. Uh, Data's pet cat on Star Trek: The Next Generation. What? When did he get a cow? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not to that season yet. Colin? I think he, I think like Holly Golightly, his cat is just named Cat, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. I forget. Uh, his, his cat is named Spot. Oh, oh Spot. Okay. I see the what pet. you did there, yeah. Data. Yeah. Oh, all right. So clever. Data. Um. Sorry. <laughs> I can't get over Colin's meow. It's the most accurate. 
right one. And, you know, he has cats. You have cats. Like, the only one who has cats. That's how I talk to them. Yeah. How else are they going to understand me, Karen? Yeah, they don't know yeah. English. All right. All right. Okay. <clears throat> okay. The cat from the first ever animated film that got an X rating. Meow. Colin. Uh, that's Fritz the Cat? Fritz the Cat from the Ralph Bakshi film, Fritz oh. the Cat. Not <laughs> appropriate for children. Interesting. Friend and advisor to Sailor Moon. Oh. <laughs> I used to know this. Neko something? No. I don't remember. I'm never going to be able to retrieve it. it. Luna. Yes. Yeah. Oh, everybody yeah. knows. Yes. Sailor Moon. Oh. Sailor Moon. Oh, so throwback. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh. yes, I am ashamed. All right. Born in the kitchen of Mama Leone's <gasps> Italian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Garfield. Yes, that's yes. why he loves lasagna. Yeah, that's right. That's right. There was a, there was one special where he meets his mom. Uh-huh. Or is that Snoopy? No, no, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of them. One of them. All right. Four basically identical looking real life cats played this character, the pet on the Nostromo. Oh, oh, that's from Alien yes. franchise. Oh, what was it? Is like who was who was the cat? It was the first oh, God, Alien movie. It was like their mascot, Ralphie or something. Oh, you're oh, you're so close. Uh, you're yeah. No, what? Petey, Jonesy, 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 Jonesy. Yes. The Simpsons have had five pet oh. cats. Oh. Name three of them. Wow. Uh, okay, Dana. Snowball one? Yes. Snowball two? Uh-huh. Snowball three? Well, yeah, technically you are <laughs> correct. <laughs> the five cats that were the Simpsons uh, pets were Snowball one, Snowball two, Snowball three, Coltrane, and Snowball five, which Lisa <laughs> then renamed at the end of the episode, Snowball two. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, he's the first character you meet whenever you start a new game in the Animal Crossing series. I don't, oh I don't man! <laughs> no, 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 Karen. No, 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 that's not my. That's my oh, that's like imitation of. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's what it sounds like. I don't know his name. I only know Tom oh. Nook. I know Mole. The mole yells at me because I changed the time. Whenever Mr. Resetti, yeah, Mr. whenever Resetti. you start a new game of Animal Crossing and you're moving into your new town full of animals, you meet on the train into Animal Crossing Rover. Rover the cat. Mm. Very much like Spot. Very much like the Spot, Uh, yeah. yeah. I was looking for Heathcliff. Yeah. Oh, well, that's... It wasn't in there. You gotta save some for the next quiz. Right. So everybody knows, I've been drinking this thing called Brain Tonic. Um, It's supposed to make you smarter. Uh Uh-huh. How's that working? Do you feel smarter? You didn't get Mrs. Norris, though, so you gotta chug some more. Yeah. And it's, it's clever. It's tonic with Q, and then the IQ are highlighted in a different color. Tonique? Yeah. Tonique. Brain, brain ton IQ. All right, I'm ready for your quiz, Dana. That's right. My brain is tonicked up. This quiz is who is googlier? <laughs> <laughs> who is googlier? I google. Uh, I don't know. I'm I don't know. Basically, what I'm doing is searching for terms or people in Google, and you guys uh, <gasps> decide who has more Google uh, hits. Okay. Okay. And wow. I'm putting all of these things in quotes, so so the Google uh, results are an inflate. It's exactly that okay. phrase. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who has the most pages? Okay. So you guys will write your answers down, and then we'll we'll share what you think. All right. I'll see how this goes. We'll start it off kind of easy. We'll to get to get the feeling of it. All okay. right. All right. So what has more Google results? Star Trek. Or Star Wars? Wow. Oh. No question. 
I, I like I, who is googlier. I think who it's. I think googlier. it could be close. Oh. I have a, I I question both of you. I say uh, Star Trek, but Karen and Colin say Star Wars. It's Star Wars. Uh, yeah, Star Wars. Wikipedia, man. <clears throat> yeah, Star Wars had eighty two point four million pages, and Star Trek had twenty five point one. Oh wow! Yeah. I'm surprised it's not closer. Uh, but all those more toys, franchises, all though. the franchises. Yeah, yeah true, like, true. All right. So here's a three way one for you guys. Oh, who has <laughs> who has the most Google pages? Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Aniston, or Jennifer Lawrence? Oh, this is also the timeliness part Actually, of it. put them in order. Put them in order. Okay. Yeah. Lopez, Aniston, and Lawrence. I have my reasoning. Mm-hmm. I have my reasoning as well. <laughs> okay. I say, I say Lawrence, uh, Lopez, Aniston. And Karen says? Aniston, Lopez, Lawrence. Oh. I say Aniston, J-Law, and J-Lo, because oh. that's what the cool kids call them. Okay. All right. Th- thanks. It is Lopez, Lawrence, Aniston. Whoa. Yeah. No one gets it. Lopez wow. had 36.5 million. It's that dress. Lawrence had 19.7 million, and Aniston had 15.8 million. Huh. I thought maybe the Brad Pitt Aniston split would have provided more. a lot yeah. of stories. Here's the thing I looked it up. I was trying to figure out what the Google search results would give me. Is it just based on day and my location or what my previous searches? It may have something to do with, with the server, but overall, if you put things in quotes, probably that's right, how many pages right. it's yeah. pulling up. I was guessing that, you know, since Jennifer Aniston's been around, since there's been the internet, maybe. Maybe she would have had more time yeah, to, exactly. yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's also a lot of algorithm stuff because like sometimes Google doesn't display. If you have one site that has multiple hits, they kind of all omit right, those consolidate. Yeah. Lopez, though, has a lot more, more than others. Huh. Yeah. All right. Here's <laughs> here's one. What do you think, which has more hits? How do you know if a girl likes you, in quotes, <laughs> versus how do you know if you're pregnant, in quotes, and your is misspelled. It's spelled Y O R. Misspelled yeah. both ways. It's spelled Y O U R. I want to see other people. Okay. Uh, Chris says, "The how do you know if a girl likes you?" Karen says, "Pregnant." Colin says, "Pregnant." No, it's how do you know if a girl likes you? Wow. But I guess there's a more concrete way of you know if slightly you're more. It's slightly oh, more. Wow. Yeah, it's very close. What about how do you know if you're pregnant misspelled your versus how do you know if you're pregnant correctly your man? I have no faith in humanity. Okay. I have some faith in autocomplete taking over. And and I'm gonna say I have no faith in people who can't figure out or don't understand how to know if they're pregnant or not, knowing how to spell if you're pregnant or not. You guys are right. The misspelled your comes up more. Wow. It had 234,000 hits versus 104,000 yeah. hits. Wow. Twice, wow. twice as frequent yep. that wow. you get the wrong spelling. But it may be that it's auto-completing to the wrong one and right. then people right. hit right. yes. Yeah, you're like, ah, close one. enough. Yeah. <laughs> how about, in quotes, how tall is Bruno Mars versus, <laughs> in quotes, how tall is Tom Cruise? <sighs> Again, it's like, a recency thing, or <laughs> what weird quiz? <laughs> oh, you ran the board. With Everybody Tom said Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that that is yes. a mystery. What about how tall? <laughs> it's, never, it's, never, it's never occurred to me to think about how tall Bruno Mars. Yeah, is. but he's yeah. five five. Right. By the way, I, I did. I hit enter on these to find uh-huh. out. Tom Cruise yeah. was with Nicole Kidman, and she's super tall. And so when pictures, you're like, how yeah. tall really is Tom mm-hmm. Cruise? How about Tom? How tall is Tom Cruise versus how tall is Beyonce? Still I'm still going to go with Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. I'm still going to go with Tom Cruise. And Chris changes it to Beyonce? Beyonce. Lady Bay. 
It's Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom Cruise. Man. <laughs> and they're That's they're the easy. same height. They're both oh. five seven, according to Google. Huh. Yeah. She wears heels though. Last one. How long does it take to get to the sun versus how long does it take to get to the moon? Uh Okay, so Colin and Chris both say moon. Karen says sun. It is sun. Yeah! Huh. But we've been to the moon. But you're never going to go to the sun. <laughs> it's like a two to one margin. Wow. It's like, really? Yeah, it's 436,000 versus 202,000. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Brain tonic, man. Yeah. They just <laughs> wanted to call it. Karen's on fire today. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Wow. You can spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and get more time to actually play the games you love with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. You'll hear everything from Comic-Con coverage to the huge Diablo 4 launch. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, and we have one last quiz. We Colin, do. you're going to bookend this? A couple of people uh, commented they were surprised slash disappointed there was no Elvis on our 100th episode. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set things straight. It is time for a return visit from our electronic lyrical vocal interface system. Our computerized voice from the 1980s who will read out opening lines from hit songs, stripping them of emotion and soul. And you guys tell me, who is the artist? What is the song? Uh, there is a theme uh, for this set of Elvis songs, and I'm going to tell you in advance what the theme is. So there's a puzzle within a puzzle. Okay. Whoa. All of these songs uh, that Elvis will be speak singing came, came out in the same year. Mm-hmm. So you guys need to not only identify the songs as we go, some may be a little easier than normal, but you need to tell me what year wow. all of these singles were number one hits. Okay. okay. All right. Goodness. So this was a year we were all alive. Okay. So okay, you guys, good. you know, maybe you can try and remember, you know, what you were doing, where you were when this song came out. And by the time we get to the end, you will all have to give me your year. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. First track. A scrub is a guy who thinks he's fly and is also known as a buster. Always talking about what he wants and just sits on his broke ass. <laughs> Yeah, TLC, No Scrubs. No Scrubs, yes, by TLC. Start you guys off a little bit of an early one here. Fan mail, yeah. I believe it was track number three. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. Here we go, next track. Oh, baby, baby, how was I supposed to know that something wasn't right here? Oh, baby, baby, I shouldn't have let you go. And now you're out of sight, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dana. Britney Spears. Um, oops, I did it again. No, no, no. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, hit me one more time. Yes, one more time by that's Britney right. Spears. Wait, is it one more time? Yeah. Oh, that's right, because they didn't want the hit me, because that would have uh, been. Okay, yes, it's right, like right, dot, right. dot, dot, one more time. One more <laughs> yes. time. Uh, her first number one hit. What year was that? <laughs> well, well you'll have to tell me. Next track. Hopefully you'll start narrowing in on the air. Alright. She's into superstitions. Black cats and voodoo dolls. I feel a premonition that girl's gonna make me fall. 
Uh, Blue Nose Chris. Ricky Martin living La Vida Loca. All right. Next track. For pop. It was. A lot of number yeah, one hits that pop, year. Yeah. For uh, A lot of first time number one hits that year. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yep. Oh, deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Next track. No matter how hard I try, you keep pushing me aside, and I can't break through. There's no talking to you. So sad that you're leaving. Takes time to believe it. Share, believe. Oh, yes, man. Chris is on it from the first word. I... That is believe by share. Wow. All right, last one here. This was uh, one of the biggest hits of the year, and in fact carried over into the following year. Okay. Man, it's a hot one. Like seven inches from the midday sun. Well, I hear you whisper and the words melt everyone, but you stay so cool. Uh, Chris and Dana, I Rob think. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Santana. Santana. Oh, smooth. smooth. Yeah, smooth. Yeah. Carlos Santana yeah. featuring Rob, Rob, Rob Thomas. Thomas. Oh, yeah, that's Santana. All right, so that was a big year for pop. A lot of lot Certainly. of debut, a lot of number one hits. What oh, year? So go ahead. I feel like Should we write it down? Yeah, go ahead and write yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and up. Karen says 1997. Chris says 1999. Dana says 1999. It was 1999. Yeah. Chris and Dana, right on the nose. I, yeah. yeah, it was. It, 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 at first, I thought it was like 2000, but then I was like, ah, it's early. Yeah, yeah. A touch earlier. A touch earlier. Yeah. Same year, Matrix came out, right? Indeed. Yeah. Big year for big year for culture for this mm-hmm. episode of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good job. You know what guys. it was? This, so, uh, if I can, if I can tell you the workings of my brain here, please, please. In uh, the year, I think two thousand and one, they came out with a version of the the Sega game Samba de Amigo that had Live in La Vida Loca in it. It was a game where you shook maracas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The little monkey. Game. Yeah, and I was like, "There's no way that song came out in 2000." And then they had the game out so Produce immediately. It. So it must have. There must have been because it's like by the time that game came out, it's like, "Oh well, this song is so clearly appropriate." It's like that song mm. must have had a little bit more time to lodge itself in the, in, the, uh, yeah. in the public consciousness. And so I picked 99, and I feel really good about that. Cool. I just want to thank you guys for being here. Well, you thought of that. That I shared. That I shared with Dana. Yeah, I love it. I love hearing yeah. the thought processes. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well done. All right. And that is our show. Thank you guys for joining me. And thank you guys, listeners, for listening. And hope you had fun uh, playing all of our games and quizzes today. You can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. And check out our sponsor, Audible, audiblepodcast.com slash goodjobbrain. And of course, we also have our Patreon page up. So uh, you can help support us if you want. And that is at Patreon, P A T R eon.com slash goodjobbrain. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. 
Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.